0: City to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to the In The Zone Network.
1: Welcome to the A-Train Show. And now, here's your host, the A-Train, Arlington Lane.
2: The A-Train show is pulling in for another stop. As always, I'm your conductor for this ride, the A-Train, Arlington Lane. On the program today, I'll keep it local in St. Louis once again with Fox 2 News and News 11 sports reporter, Michaela McGee. You know, in addition to her being a St. Louis native, she is also a basketball player for the St. Louis Surge those that tuned in to the last show, I had Kalia Collier on, so we'll touch a bit on that along with her journey into broadcasting, plus her work on the DJ documentary story. As always, this show is sponsored by Cafe Piazza STL, which you can go today to 1900 Arsenal Street in South City, St. Louis. It's just a block away from the Anheuser Busch Brewery at the corner of Arsenal and Limp. Make sure that you stop in today for their extraordinary Sicilian pizzas, their salads and their brews. And don't forget, on the weekends, they have their amazing brunch from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. So after the break, Michaela McGee, she'll join me in studio, and you definitely don't want to miss it. You're listening to the A Train Show right here on the In the Zone Network.
1: Doing her own podcast and working a little sad with our A Train Lane is huge, you know, for the network, and we really appreciate that. Just something that that really sparked about her, she was extremely genuine, and she has such a great story to tell, but she also has uh, a lot of presence about herself, and she is regal and graceful. The zone Network wouldn't be where it is today if it wasn't for... Black women and their support. We love working with Lauren. She has an abundance of talent. I love what she brings to the table, and you're going to absolutely love what you hear when you listen to her show. It is like she is born to do this. Don't press like, press play. You don't know what you're missing. You're listening to End of Zone, and this is The Network. I'm Alexander for the -the InnerZone Network. I want to tell you about our newest sponsor, Cafe Piazza. They're located at 1900 Arsenal. They have a happy hour where you get buy one, get one 50% off on all items of equal or lesser value. They also have large pizza, beer, and wine. All cash tips go to furloughed employees. That's at Cafe Piazza. Give them a call, 314-343-0294. They also do delivery and curbside pickup. And on the weekend, their brunch is open. Get yourself some bottomless mimosas, Bloody Mary's, breakfast pizza, a la carte, all at Cafe Piazza, located at 1900 Arsenal. That is Cafe Piazza, 314-343-0294. 314-343-0294 and a thank you for your business city to city state to state worldwide
0: you're listening to the in the zone network What's up, everybody? This is Michaela McGee from Fox 2 News, KPLR 11. You are listening to the A Train Show on the In the Zone Network.
2: Back on this edition of the A Train Show, the A Train Arlington Lane, in studio with me right now. Uh, she is a reporter for Channel 2 News, KTVI, and 11, KPLR. And she is a basketball player and a woman of god and i love hearing things like that and i want to welcome for the first time to the a train show and to the cafe Piazza studios michaela mcgee michaela how you yes. doing
0: i'm doing great it's a beautiful day outside happy to be here thanks yeah. for having me
2: wonderful and uh, of course this segment is uh, sponsored by cafe Piazza stl make sure you go to nineteen hundred arsenal street at the corner of arsenal and limp which is just a block away from the anheuser-busch brewery and uh, talk to owner tim i know right now today is his brunch you're kicking it off from 10 to 2? And uh, get you some breakfast pizzas, you get you some bloody Mary's, get you some mimosas, mm. you know, you kick it in with that. Look, I know it sounds good, <laughs> don't it? And then every day, make sure you stop by and get some of those Sicilian pizzas that he has on deck. And I mean, they are wonderful, Michaela. You gotta try it, do
0: say, less.
2: yeah, try it. I guarantee you, you're gonna love it at Cafe Piazza, 1900 Arsenal Street, La Salle City, St. Louis. All right, Michaela, you gotta touch in a bit about it you're over at news. Uh you're in news now, I should mm-hmm.
1: say. Yeah. And
2: uh tell us the journey of how you got into that. Uh, <laughs> all right.
0: Well, do we have time? Though? Oh yeah,
2: we got we got time, man. <laughs>
0: yeah, so it's actually a really crazy story. Um mm-hmm. you know, growing up whenever I was in college, I kind of always saw broadcasting being in my future, I mm-hmm. didn't necessarily know how I would fall into it. I kind of thought I would take the route of going to play professional basketball, you know, WNBA, and then kind of falling into the whole sports yeah. broadcast anchoring position. Um, but things changed, you know, some stuff happened in college to where that, you know, that just wasn't the route.
2: Were you majoring in me. it at the time?
0: I was, when I started at Missouri State, I was double majoring in uh, communication and business management. Shout
2: out to most State.
0: Yeah, shout out to the Bears. Yeah. I always love to represent them. But then I transferred, mm-hmm. uh, went to George Mason University out um, Fairfax, Virginia, about 20-30 yeah. minutes away from D.C., wow. which was amazing. I had a great experience, but you know how the whole transfer of credits things work. So I couldn't double major, so I just chose to stick to communications and do PR. Mm-hmm. I graduated from there and then did a post-grad transfer to Florida Gulf Coast University where okay. I Started and finished my master's and played my last year of basketball there.
2: Oh, so you had quite a journey to yeah, get to there. Yeah,
0: I, I did. So once I finished my master's and was done playing, I stayed down in Florida for about a year and a half and right. was just working a couple side jobs. I worked at Nike, I was serving, um, cocktail waitress, you know, just doing anything to make some money. So you didn't do
2: the traditional route, you know, uh, like kind of staying in the, the business per se, is that right?
0: I would say, I mean, kinda. I just, I didn't really know what was happening. I knew okay. I loved Florida. I really wanted to stay there and live <laughs> there, so I was trying to like make it work. And while I was doing all the side jobs, I was applying for other communication positions, but yeah. nothing just really fell through. So my lease ended up, you know, coming to an end, and I didn't know what to do. So I just came back to St. Louis and. When I got here, I was like, all right, I still had one more year to finish in my master's. So, my parents let me move back in with them. You know, shout out to them. Love,
2: love the parents. Oh,
0: you have to. I mean, that yeah. was a huge blessing for me at the time. So, yeah. I came in. Um, they helped me, you know, refocus, finish my master's. I started substitute teaching in my old school district, Ooh, Pattonville.
2: Wee. Oui. <laughs> that was a fun day. Yeah. <laughs> Fun jobs, I tell
0: you. Yeah, no, I was grinding. I was just trying to figure it out for real.
1: Yeah. But you
0: know. um I enjoyed it. You know, while I was substitute teaching, I got to coach a basketball uh with my dad. So that was really fun. And then I started playing for the surge. I got I got with Kalia. Yeah. I, how
2: I be-
1: did that come yeah, about? Yeah, I
0: became an intern with her. I was her communications intern for the surge. And she was also looking for another player. So we yeah. started discussing the concept of having duality and being the communications intern as well as a player. Yeah. Um, and it ended up happening. So I was, I did the communications. I was doing the social media posts, the e-blast, you know, all,
2: right. all that. Well, now I can figure out who's was doing them posts. That I was seeing on the from yeah, time. To time. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know, and then we, uh, and then I started playing and it was a great experience. I had a lot of fun and Kalia really, Me and Kalia have always known each other And we've been cool and connected But I feel like that's whenever our relationship Really um, took off Because we weren't just uh, It wasn't just a working relationship It became a friendship, she became a mentor to me And she really kind of helped put me In places and positions that, And and in rooms that I needed to be To network and meet Mm -hmm. people And kind of help me discover what it is I was truly passionate about and what it is I wanted to do. Yeah. And we kind of came to the conclusion that I was I was really creative. I was good at telling stories. I was I liked writing and I loved being in at events and working with people. Yeah. So okay, it's like ding ding ding. Boom. But nothing was falling through for me. Nothing mm. was falling through. So I was like, you know what? I'm about to go play Overseas, I'm about to go take my talents overseas. I was thinking about going to Germany, yeah, and playing basketball over there. And I was ready, you know. I was talking to teams. I was sending over film, um, ready to pack up and leave going into 2020. So yeah. this is around September, September, October. Is that those the months? August, September. Yeah, August. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I get the months confused. Yeah. So around that time, but then Rich Gould. Who is a sports anchor at, uh, you know, Channel 11. I've
2: known Rich for a long time. Yeah,
0: so Rich was actually my neighbor growing up. Yeah, since I was three years old to when I left for college, we lived... kind of diagonally okay. from each other. So our families were really good friends. Uh, he's known me whenever I was growing up playing sports. He had me into Fox 2 and Channel 11 to do interviews with him, you know. And when I was playing for the Surge, he had me come in and do an interview with him. Yeah. And so about two weeks later, he hit me up and was like, man, listen, uh, you know, we're going to have a sports position opening up here soon. He's like, just doing an interview with you, I think you'd be really great in this career field and i think that you should apply and he's like if you're if you're interested whenever we have our meeting i'm going to throw your name out in that room Mm. and i was like you know i I didn't know what i was doing i told him (laughs) i told him i was (laughs) thinking about going to play basketball but i was like you know for sure you know like see what they say i feel like that'd be a good opportunity so i did apply and I ended up getting an interview, mm-hmm. and I went in and I sat down with Audrey Pryrich and Martin, who is the lead uh, of the sports department yeah, there. And we had a—I mean, it was a great interview. I feel like they were really, really interested in me. But uh, at the end of the day, they told me no. Okay. They were like, "You just—you know—we really like you. We love that you have St. Louis connections. You know, you know sports, but you just don't have the experience that you need in." For a top 21 market yeah. in the nation You know they're like you just don't have that um, But The crazy thing is is I I understood And I, I kept a positive attitude And yeah. I was like well you know I'm going to keep working And in that same sitting They're like you know we can't offer you this full time Position but we would like to offer you An internship mm. so that same Day before I even left the building they got me Signed up and enrolled for the internship Program Yeah. and I Was still when I went back home you know, I was excited about it, but I was like, man, it's just not a job. I'm trying to make money. You know, I want to do something that I'm passionate about. Yep. So I was still kind of playing going overseas and not doing the internship. But after a couple long nights, you know, thinking about it and sitting down, with my parents, and them kind of talking some sense into me, yeah. they were like, "Listen, this is a great opportunity. Like, you're gonna learn, you know, and you never know what's gonna come of it." And they, they were both like, "We think you would be amazing in this field." Um,
2: mm-hmm. So
0: they, they knocked my hard head around a little bit. <laughs> and
2: That's I, what parents <laughs> supposed to do.
0: Now. Yeah, no, I, I have the best parents, seriously. Yeah. And so I finally, um, fully signed up for the internship, okay. and I did that through. November, so it was about a two and a half month internship, but yeah. when I got in there, I was I was busting my butt. There was another intern who, she's she was really awesome, but yeah. we were in there together. And we were kind of figuring it out. I was just like in the building. They had me doing some web stuff at first, and I'm like, this isn't helping me with what I really want to be doing. I want to be on air. I want to be On you know, I want to be a reporter.
2: Trust me, I got a story for that too. Yeah.
0: So, (laughs) sorry, I told you this was a long one. This was a long-winded story, but I'm I'm gonna keep it real with you. So, I was like, man, whatever. I found, um, and gratefully, gratefully, a lot of the people who were at Fox Two in the station, uh, kind of came to me and started helping me out like I was like I need a camera like I need to go out and do stories so um Larry Washington
2: oh wow yeah Yeah. and
0: you know he's been in the game for a long time but I really appreciate him he kind of took me under his wing and he gave me a camera taught me how to use it and then sent me out and he was like go go find stories he's like you know it is what it is. So that's what I did. Every, in- every day I was there on my internship, I would grab a camera. I would go shoot a story by myself. Mm-hmm. I would write it. I would edit it by myself. And I would just had to learn on the fly. And yeah. they started putting my content as an intern on the web. So that's kind of like unheard of for yes. interns. Too. That sounds
2: that sounds huge.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they let me kind of do my thing and really do what I had to do to learn and really get the experience I needed to move forward. Then fast forward, the internship ends. They didn't have any positions open at right. the station. They were switching um, ownership. They that's went right. I remember yeah. Hearing about so that they, now they're owned by NextStar. Right. So, you know, they were kind of on a hiring freeze. So I was like, okay, you know, like I came in, I did what I was supposed to do. I, You know, they don't have any positions. Cool. It is what it is. I'm going to go play overseas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Before you even go any further, folks, this is the A-Train show. <laughs> This is the A Train, Arlington Lane, with special guest Michaela McGee, and she is touching on a wonderful story about her journey. And I'm letting her have the floor, man, because that is what the A Train show is about. Because we want to make sure that we want people to tell their stories of what's been happening in their lives. Mm -hmm. And uh, Michaela McGee is kind enough to join me here in studio today she's over at Fox 2 and uh, News 11 as well and uh, she's speaking about her basketball journey and then she's speaking about her broadcasting journey and so uh, continue on Michaela you know you got <laughs> a special story and I think people do need to hear that
0: yeah and I told you it's a long-winded one but it's crazy how the basketball and then and the news thing all tied together which is why I had to take, yeah. take it back to it but yeah so I was like, you know, the internship ended. I was still thinking about going overseas because there was no positions open. Mm -hmm. So, I did actually end up going over to Germany. You did go? Yeah, in December. I went for about a month to just go visit a friend, kind of talk to some teams, see, you know, what the opportunities could be. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I got back, and it was about a week before my 26th birthday. My birthday's on January 17th. Okay. Um, A week before that, I got a call from the station and they were like, we have a position open, we really enjoyed you and saw your work ethic as an intern and we want to Offer you this position,
2: Capricorn birthday. Yes,
0: look
2: Look how look how the law works in mysterious ways. Oh yes,
0: and it was complete. It was a shock. I mean, I was not expecting it whatsoever. When they called me, I thought they were asking about some tax stuff, you know, because you know it's about tax time about to come around. So I was like, they're probably just trying to see what my address is to send me my tax forms. (laughs) But I answered it, and they offered me the position. And um, as the negotiation process went on, or we're about to start signing contracts. They just kept, I don't know how, but just bumping my salary up, bumping my salary up. And I was just like, wow, like, look at God. Like, I couldn't help but stop. And seriously, I was like, I just want to thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Like, because I just didn't, I, you know, I was in that time of my life where I just didn't know what was for me or if I was doing the you know on the right path like I knew whatever I was going to do I was going to work hard at it and I was going to give it my all but I was just in that stage of life where I just didn't feel like things were working out for me and then for that to come through and just know that um that faithfulness towards him and to know that um that hard work was noticed And now being rewarded, I mean, it was just like a sigh of relief. And it almost like makes me, my eyes start watering now thinking about it because it's real. And it was such a beautiful moment and to not have any experience and then get into a top 21 market. Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, it's not everybody's path, but you know, God's going to prepare you for what he has for you. Indeed. And I just feel like everything that I went through. Um, from college to now, has prepared me for this moment, yeah. and um, now I'm with Fox 2. I'm with News 11. I absolutely love it. It's yeah. a job that I genuinely enjoy doing. I could do it every day and not get tired of it. Um, Cause you love it? Oh, I love it. I love meeting people in our community. I love going out and telling their. St- I mean, you know, that, I mean, you do it too. You're, you're here to tell people stories and really let people shine or help them heal or help them through a tough situation something of that sort and to be able to be at these events and highlight the beauty of the St. Louis community and the beauty of the people here is something that I've always wanted and something that I've always desired and yeah. now to see it come into fruition it's just been such a blessing it's
2: faithfulness that you know that you you know he's able to stay within the path you know he's like I know, okay lord all right i don't know what i can do right now at this mm-hmm. point but uh i know you're gonna be there for me oh yeah yeah and so and uh, i'm just gonna trust in you lord even though sometimes i'm like okay you know you start getting weary you know you start mm-hmm. you start acting uh a little beside yourself a oh, bit he's yeah. like uh oh, just be there for me one time, Lord. You, oh. know, you know, and then when it comes, sometimes it comes at least when you least expect it. Mm-hmm. And that's most of uh, the time. Yeah. It
0: comes when you least expect it. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's most of the time. Yeah.
2: But <laughs> Kayla McKee is joining us right now uh, on the A Train show here on the In the Zone Network. Of course, this show is sponsored by Cafe Piazza STL. We can go to today at 1900 Arsenal Street in South City, St. Louis. Wow. That was. Uh, that was very touching because it's, it showcases that if you work hard, <laughs> you can be rewarded for what you do. Mm-hmm. And you've worked so diligently with it. And uh, that's great. All right. I got to move over to another thing. Yeah. Because you've done a lot in these last few months. And I've been very proud of what I've seen. <laughs> Let's talk about this Um this local DJ, St. Louis hip-hop yeah. documentary that you've been working on. Yes. Like, I've been seeing you, and you've been working with some great people. I saw uh, I saw Sir Thurl in it. Mm-hmm. I saw my man, Charlie Chan, Soprano.
0: Yep. Nasty talk, Nino.
2: Talk a little bit about that. How did you even get involved with that?
0: Another just opportunity that kind of fell in my lap. Um, so, Fat Feezy, who mm-hmm. was a local artist, um, entrepreneur here in the St. Louis community, reached out to me on Instagram mm-hmm. and was like hey you know we're about to start working on this project and we're looking for a host and we just think that you would be really great at this And it's, you <laughs> know I mean it's with like local DJs East St. Louis St. Louis yep. um and, you know, they're like, you're from St. Louis. We just feel like it'd be a good connection, a great vibe. And mm-hmm. we want to work with you. Are you interested? And, if, you know, I was like, at this point, I'm like, I want to do it all. You know what I'm saying? I want to do it all. So I was like, hey. yeah, like, let's sit down. Let's talk. So okay. me and Fat Feezy, we met up for lunch. And he kind of broke everything down for me and told me what it was going to be. Yeah. And it's called the DJ Documentary Story. And it is literally just trying to give these... These notorious, influential DJs from our area, they're flowers now. Yeah. You know, because we're we're in uncertain times, um, you know, violence. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, people could, you could, we could all lose our life, you know, right now, today, tomorrow. Who knows? So we're just sitting down with these DJs, with these hosts, with these artists, and really getting a feel for how they have influenced the hip-hop culture, how they've influenced DJing and the club scene here in our own community, and what they're working on now and looking forward to whether they're exiting the game or still working on projects yeah it's been so cool meeting some of these legends (laughs) let me tell you and just vibing with them and and like you say you know hearing their stories and helping them put together this project it's been so awesome and we're actually about to hit the road and start traveling and meet some people in other cities as well wow. so, yeah it's, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun and this project's gonna be very special we're excited for people to see it
2: is there a tentative start date of when they're gonna drop this uh document? you know
0: what i don't, you know they're working on the editing and stuff right now i haven't okay. really gotten an exact date but as soon as i know i'll definitely let you know
2: you gotta come back and do it here yeah i'll be so back cool, <laughs> i so feel cool. it <laughs> i feel that too man like, yeah you definitely gotta come back and uh drop that exclusive date
0: no, oh, yeah. You
2: can't you can't do nothing until you come here. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but for sure, um I also want to give a shout out to uh, Carl Kamo Gray, man, because I've seen what he's been doing with the work with the uh the DJ uh documentary story and uh you know, uh I definitely cuz he would be mad. Oh, you had so and so on the show <laughs> and right. you ain't tell me. But I'm telling you now, Kmo man, thank you so much, man, for uh helping with the vision as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've seen, I was like, man, she with Charlie Tan Soprano, man. And I I know Charlie, man. I was like, that's dope. Did any of them give you, like, any trouble, anything just to mess with you? You know, because, you know.
0: No, honestly. They work with you, huh? When we walk into Shock City studio and we all sit down, it is literally just a vibe. I haven't had, it's never been awkward. It's never been, like, pulling teeth to get somebody to talk everybody's just been really cool yeah and um you know they're they're seasoned in this they're not new to being on a mic or talking about (laughs) their stuff so it's been really cool and and with that being said i also want to shout out not only just team fat feezy but gold nest productions and kmg who have been helping put um all this together working really hard for us behind the scenes so excellent
2: i'm glad that you was able to do so man um yeah, that I mean, I was just looking at it. I was like seeing the pictures. I know that I haven't got a chance to see video yet and uh hopefully you slide that over.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It's in the works. Yeah,
2: and um like any plans like in the like future? What do you what is the end game for Michaela McGee? Like what like at the end of the day, what does Michaela McGee want to do? Is this the career broadcasting or playing basketball? What does she want to do?
0: Um, you know, right now I'm I'm in news I'm a news reporter I am kinda dabbling into sports right now Mm -hmm. Um, so I just wanna be the best reporter I can be and when I become the best reporter I can be I hope that I can become the best anchor and then once I reach a level you know so where I feel like I can expand I don't necessarily see myself staying with news my entire life I would kinda like to dip more into the entertainment side I could see myself being more of like a host
2: yeah, like I'm sorry, I, I could see myself
0: hosting like a Dancing with the Stars or really or like a, a major network, you know, game show or something like that. So, Listen to you. Yeah. So that's more so the direction I see myself. But I also want to get into business. Um, I want to have my own nonprofit organization here in St. Louis mm-hmm. um, to help my community. it's always been something near and dear to my heart. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Do it all. I don't ever, I just don't ever see myself doing one thing. I would even like to dab a little bit into acting if I could. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's some local uh, directors here in town. We'd probably have to see what we can do to. Get you uh, acquainted with them and see what uh what they can do for you
0: right and the only thing with that is like I'm so goofy so I don't know how I would do like <laughs> trying to be a role but I' I'm so willing to give it a try
2: yeah I'm willing to and dab in, dabble into some things as well too you know this is not just all I want to do but it's fun I like doing it this is not work to me right you know? and that's the thing with you you know what you're doing uh with reporting you just don't feel like work you know this feel like oh, this is just fun I was going to end it there, but I'm like, you know what? That just brought another thing to me. <laughs> right. um, so, you've been in the field, right? And there's some days where it feels like, you know what? <laughs> Stuff ain't working out here. Yeah. You got one of those stories that you could tell?
0: I have so many of those stories I could tell, but. Um... What's
2: the worst one of the group? Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> okay, the worst one was I was down by the blues. Arena. The
2: Enterprise. Yeah. yeah, I was down
0: by Enterprise. And it was, still, it was still early, like, when I just started with Fox 2. So I was still kind of getting comfortable being live yeah. and doing all this stuff. Because when I first started, like, I mean, like, when I used to go live, I was nervous. Like, I was literally, like, shaking right before they went to me. And, like, I had to, like, <laughs> tighten up. And I think people could tell, like, I was stiff. I'm getting a little bit more loose and more myself now. But this time, I had a live shot. Um, and then for the 9 o'clock show and then for the 10 o'clock show, I had to turn around and do a VOSOT, mm. um, like a live VOSOT. So,
2: what, 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 tell our listeners what that means.
0: Okay, so when you go live, usually you, you're you live for your ins and outs. And then you have like uh, just a package that you've done previously. It's just recording. Yeah. But then for a live VOSOT, you um, do your intro live and then you have to read... Read a script over just video, so you're you're live the entire time, like they can hear if you like mess up on your reading. this isn't that well, I was trying to get my script into the system and then get back in front of the camera because it was a really quick turnaround mm-hmm. so you know, I'm a little new to this. I got my script in the system, but I didn't have time to send it to my phone so oh, that man. I could
2: to read it <laughs>
0: read it, so I'm literally sitting here, I go live like I do my intro, and then. I just literally blank and freeze and just stop talking because I don't have my script with me to say anything. And like, looking back, like I could have just talked. I mean, I knew what I was talking about. I knew the story, but I was, it was just my first time being in this type of situation. I was so like, just stressed out. So I just froze and I was like, started laughing at myself. I was like, I'm so sorry. And the producers in my ear, like talk, 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 talk. I'm like, oh, like I just wanted to bust out into tears, honestly. So I just start mumbling or saying anything, whatever. And we get off air. And I literally remember just going and sitting in the car. And I just started crying tears of frustration. I was so sad because, one, it was just so embarrassing. And, two, it's like when you know you can do better and you didn't put your best self forward yeah. and that's what the people saw that night when you kn- you've you been working on this story all day. You knew, I knew what I was talking about. I could have got up there and just talked about it but it was just that pressure situation not being in it before and I was just so sad because, mm. you know, it was just like... Whoo-
1: Come on. Like, like really? Like,
0: that just happened to me? And so I remember I was just so sad that night. And I remember scheduling a meeting um, with our TV director, Audrey, and my manager. And I sat down and I was just like, man, you guys, I'm so... I just apologized. I was like, "This." Is, I just felt like I didn't have enough time. I wasn't prepared, and I, I've laid it out with them. And the thing about our team at Fox Two, everyone's pretty upfront and transparent with each other. So we sat down. Mm-hmm. It is, it was what it was. We moved forward, and we um and we figured out a plan to help me progress in a way that was best for the station and for me and that that was that. They didn't
2: give you the uh welcome to TV news speech. <laughs> they were
0: like listen there's you know it's not it's not gonna it's not the first it won't be the last time that it's happened they're like you just got to learn from it and keep going and so that's what that's what it's been.
2: Yeah, I'm I can tell you flat out working in radio when you're not airing a certain thing or like a commercial when something gets pa- oh my god it is the worst it's mm-hmm. the worst feeling in the world i might not be live but still behind the scenes it can be really tedious yeah and it's like you tense up and then when you get that message from the sales director someone um you didn't play this ad so now i gotta give make good i'm sorry yeah please sit there you look and crazy and you gotta man. hear it yep you gotta hear about it so either get it through email or you're gonna get it face to face i rather you tell me face to face man mm-hmm. because emails Cause I will overlook it and act like it wasn't there. Yeah. So tell me face to face, even though I just have to take it. Uh, Michaela McGee is joining me right now on the A Train Show. She has talked a bit about her life and journey and basketball, and talked about broadcasting, talked about mishaps. Man, that's (laughs) I love it, man. And working in documentaries, you know, you're doing it all. And so, um, so you over at Fox too, Michaela. And you know, you got some great coworkers. You know, we've had on the network, we've had the Day come through. Um, we've had I've had April sit in April Let Russell come yes. in and whatnot. Oh,
0: I love me some April Let. Yeah.
2: So tell us like the vibe. You know, you know, working with people over at Fox. You said Rich Gould. You said you know uh, with Martin. You know, so give a little bit of insight with that. You know, working with uh, such a group as those guys and gals.
0: Again, this pandemic has changed a lot of things, so we're not necessarily all around each other as much anymore. But um, Jasmine Reedus who's my manager. Amazing. Aprilette was actually someone who I met as an intern, who me and her became uh, very associated with each other. Mm -hmm. She helped me out a lot as an intern, so I have the most respect for her. Um, And she's done radio, too, you know. So she was over at 104.1 for a little bit. I I
2: forget what her uh, radio diva. Aprilette, I think was her name. Something like that.
0: I have no idea, she, but she she's gonna hurt me. She's enough. dope. She's a fun. She's a great spirit. And Blair yeah. Laday, uh, my first couple of days on the job as a full time employee, I went with her, and she kind of, you know, showed me what a day on the job really looks like. And me and her clicked automatically. She's amazing. She's definitely a little Southern bumpkin. She's so Houston, <laughs> but she is another person who just has a great soul, a beautiful smile. Our team there and everybody from the sports department to the news to media to advertisement everyone works very well together and obviously you know I'm not really into any of if there is any office drama or this isn't that but I haven't heard of anything it's been very cohesive everyone everyone's been doing their thing
2: yeah and uh just recently, you heard the news about uh, Darion Henderson. He mm-hmm. was uh, stepping out. He's going to South Carolina. I yes. think Myrtle Beach is where he's headed, man. Mm-hmm. I was like, you lucky dog. You. <laughs> like, you going someplace real nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, is. I got jealous. And, you know, I was I was like, man, he gets to get a great spot, man. And, you know, he wouldn't leave St. Louis. So how was it working with uh, Darion Henderson?
0: Darion is... A very, very good reporter. Yeah. And we're going to miss him at Fox 2. Again, I have hung out with him a couple times when all this COVID 19 uh, business struck. We didn't really get the opportunity to be in the working environment too much, but he has helped me. He has shared contacts with me. Uh, he's always lent a hand if I've ever asked for it, you know. So we're going to miss him. He, I wish him nothing but the best. he got an anchor position out in Myrtle beach. So I know he's going to excel. He's going to be a great addition to their team. And uh, he did what he was supposed to do here in St. Louis. And I just wish him nothing but the best and continued
2: success. Uh, okay, there was something I wanted to touch on, and I just cannot think of it right now. And I'm going to put this on live too, you know, when and people hear it, say, "Yeah, even A Train make mistakes too," you know. That's well,
0: happening. hey, it's Sunday. Are we talking about the Lord? Or? We
2: was talking about the Lord too, man. You mm-hmm. know that. You know the walk is great. You know, and uh, sometimes you know you veer off. Sometimes it was like, uh, Lord be like, I'm still waiting. You know, you come on back to me. Oh, yeah, for sure. Come back to <laughs> me. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> Start going a whole secular route, man. What am I going to do? I'm tripping. <laughs> but anywho, um, so you've done the documentary. You're doing the broadcasting. you done the basketball. And you said what basically what your future is. So before you go, tell our listeners where they can find you on social media.
0: All right. Well, I am on Twitter, Instagram. And Facebook primarily. I do have a Snapchat, but I I'll keep it really honest with you. The Snapchat is just for my my people, my folk, my close circle. <laughs> so
2: I know it no way. <laughs> right, y'all
0: can't get me on there. But on everything, it's just my name, Michaela McGee, M I K A L A. MCGHEE that's across all platforms so I'm really easy to find make sure y'all lock in with me and stay up to date um I also have a YouTube channel yeah yeah and it's just Michaela McGee again and I post some of my new stories on there. Uh, you know, I've actually been doing a 12-day detox um, that I updated my journey on. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's not all that, but it's a little something-something just in case you just want to keep up to date with what I got going on.
2: Yeah, we, we, we got to talk afterwards after the, uh, about this <laughs> detox thing because I'm going to have to get on there, too. And I'm looking at myself <laughs> right now. It's like, you know. Yeah, it was good. I'm, I'm, I'm getting up in age. Anyway, Michaela, thank you so much for joining the show today. You are always welcome here at the network. So, uh... We'll definitely have you again, and uh, we'll talk some more. Probably, we we'll get some more crazy stories out of you, you know, for sure.
0: <laughs> well, I got them to tell. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is Michaela McGee uh, on the A Train Show. We'll wrap things up for this edition of the show. We'll be back right after this.
0: What's up, everybody? This is Michaela McGee from Fox Two News KPLR Eleven. You are listening to the A Train Show on the In the Zone Network.
1: Palmer Alexander for the Zone Network. I want to tell you about our newest sponsor, Cafe Piazza. They're located at 1900 Arsenal. They have a happy hour where you get buy one, get one 50% off on all items of equal or lesser value. They also have large pizza, beer, and wine. All cash tips go to furloughed employees. That's at Cafe Piazza. Give them a call. 314 314- They also do delivery and curbside pickup. And on the weekend, their brunch is open. Get yourself some bottomless mimosas, Bloody Mary's, breakfast pizza, a la carte, all at Cafe Piazza, located at 1900 Arsenal. That is Cafe Piazza, 314-343-0294. 314-343-0294. And they thank you for your business.
2: Welcome to the A-Train Show. Social commentator, Brendan Royal.
0: So it's kind of difficult for people to wrap their brains around two people of the opposite sex truly just being friends.
1: Because it's so uncommon. You don't don't hear it. Of
0: course. Of course. You know, you have men who will take advantage of a female friendship where... Uh, you know, they may see her down and about and they try to sleep with her or they try to take advantage of her. And that's just not, that's never been the case.
2: On the In The Zone Network.
0: City to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to the In The
2: Zone Network.
1: There's no place like home.
2: About to pull in for that final stop here at the A-Train show. I want to thank my guest, Michaela McGee, sports reporter over at Fox 2 News and KPLR 11 here in St. Louis. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Uh, Make sure that you go and check out our wonderful sponsor at Cafe Piazza, STL at 1900 Arsenal Street in South City, St. Louis, at the corner at Arsenal and Limp, which is just a block away from the Anheuser-Busch Brewery. Make sure that you check out our wonderful shows on the network. Of course, this show here, the A-Train Show, uh, the XFL STL Talk Show, Derek King Sports Show, which is back. Also, In the Zone with Palmer Alexander, The Price Check, Check on Your Strong Friends Podcast. Also, we got some new shows coming up with uh, Cassandra Hunt and She Hunt Media. So stay tuned for that. All right. So as always, make sure that you're staying safe in this pandemic. Wear your mask. Come on, just wear your mask. It's not that hard. So for just a little while, I'll catch you on another edition of the A-Train show. Two fingers in the air. You're listening to In The Zone and this is The Network.